0: Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast. And as week 17 is, you know, it's it's finished. There's no other way to look at it. Uh, we did make a commitment. We did say we wanted to make a splash, Bryce. We did say that hey, uh, we want to we want to come in. We want to bring some guests for fun. So, Bryce, uh, it's a privilege to have you on, and uh, we'll, we'll introduce our co-host here in a second. But, Bryce, uh, what's your impression on the week seventeen?
1: Woo hoo! I mean, it's been. Uh- what else can you say? But I mean, this is how it's been all season. You get great football. The stakes were even higher. This is for the playoffs. It's some of it's winning. You're in some of it's winning, get help. So it's been a great week.
0: And uh, none other than Zach Griffith is the uh, is the is the man for this week. Zach uh, has been a go-to for this for this podcast, uh, but but he's like, hey, I want to come on week seventeen and further. And uh, Zach, it's uh, you know we we said let's go for the big one, let's go for some you know let's go for a, a bigger podcast. Uh, so Zach, it's a privilege to to have you on for week seventeen in our postseason coverage.
2: You know, week seventeen sets up a great week one. Of the playoffs next week. Of oh, Bryce, we're in.
1: We're, we're in, Bryce. in, baby. We're in. We're in. <laughs> we're, Caleb loves it. He we're loves
2: in. it. We're in. We're ready to roll against Buffalo. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Bills Mafia, we're coming for you. Let's go.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that's it's going to be a, a fun week seven, fun week seventeen to break down. Uh, but we'll keep starting off with our get the sack candidates, and then we'll really want to dig into these playoff matchups. And I'll just, I'll just jump the gun real quick. I'll start first. Uh, for me, you know, I came into last week as Bryce knows, really liking uh, the Cowboys and the way that they were playing. Uh, but let me tell you something right now: Mike McCarthy needs to get sacked. <laughs> This man comes in ready to play, acts like he is, you know, out of detention. Okay. He's like, Oh, I, I'm back, baby. I spent a year off. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back to the peak of my coaching. I'm back to the peak of my coaching. Well, here's the problem. You were blessed with more offensive talent than you've ever been given. You still couldn't figure it out. I don't even care that Dak was hurt. I don't care. They had insane offensive talent. The defense was lacking. McCarthy's always not been the greatest defensive guy. They needed to go out and get somebody to you know, be with him. And let's just face the facts. The Cowboys are the most talented team in the NFC East. This is a team that should not be finishing under 500. I don't care if this is their first First year in coaching totally embarrassing for mccarthy it's embarrassing you couldn't make the legitimate case he's actually the second worst coach in the nfc east and i really wouldn't put it past you mccarthy is a problem it's it's not good in dallas and so zach you know with mike mccarthy being the next uh get the second candidate on my list who is yours
2: well could i be al pacino real quick and play devil's advocate caleb and uh, no. mike mccarthy uh, sure very Does quick, more of quick, the blame go on Kellen Moore than Mike McCarthy?
0: Does Kellen Moore deserve more blame than McCarthy? Yeah.
2: He's he's pretty bad. I think he can make the case. He's just got an extension. It, 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 is, yeah, bad. It's it is bad,
0: but I, I really believe that, you know, this was a team. I, I don't know how much I – I mean, obviously, we're not there. Like, we don't know how much McCarthy has a significant influence in the offense, but we have to think he does. Like, we have to think that he is somewhat a part of that. That is kind of his DNA. That is what he does best. He is an offensive coach, right? Kellen Moore is this young guy who everybody thinks is really good. Obviously, you know, he's had high, you know, in terms of statistics and rankings, he's been high up there offensively with this team. But I I just think this is a really... I think this is an indictment on a guy that said he was going to come back and be uh, better than ever before. So, no, uh, Zach, who yep. you got for uh, your get-the-sack candidate?
2: My get-the-sack is none other than Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Cliff has had some questionable coaching all year long. Mm. And, you know, you're heralded as the next Sean McVay. And what uh, happens? No. What happens? What happens today? Yeah. Muscle-in situation. I know your quarterbacks hurt a little bit, but must-win situation, guys, what do you do? What do you do, Cliff? You put up seven points. You put up seven points. You lose the game. You're out of the playoffs to the Bears. The Bears Uh, beat you. Disgusting. The Bears beat you out for the last playoff spot. So, Cliff, you're getting the sack for me. And if I was the Cardinals, guys, I would let him go. I would honestly let him go.
1: No, I don't oh disagree with uh, no. You know, hey, you know, you can make no. an argument for that. No. I don't hate that.
0: Complete and total overreaction on your you. Can
1: oh. you, can overreaction. Overreaction. Overreaction.
0: Overreaction. you can get the enemy. You can get the enemy. Overreaction. What if you can get the enemy? Overreaction. This is the first year you've had this core overreaction. The O'Brien's out there. Ah, you Bryce, fire... give me or get the sack guy. That's ridiculous, sack. That's <laughs> ridiculous.
2: Well, oh, I if mean, you fire Cliff and what if you have a chance
1: at the enemy? I'm doing it.
0: Move on. Well, all
1: right. Well, I mean, we're going to stick with the theme here with coaches that uh, that had a chance to make the playoffs and just completely blew it. So, I mean, the only one left for me is is Mr. Brian Flores. And look, I I love what he's done this year. He's done a phenomenal job with what he's right. had building something special. But you and your defense <laughs> lets them what let, the bills hung a 50 piece on you, a 50 piece. Embarrassing. Isaiah, I want an Isaiah McKenzie jersey because, my goodness, that man single-handedly helped us get into the playoffs. You should just be heralded for that. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie, well done, my good sir. Well done. And we get a Josh Norman appearance as well. Pick six. Hey, we'll see yeah. you next week, Josh Norman. You ain't getting none of those. But, yeah, it's got to be Brian Flores. Should you fire him? No, this is just this is a poor showing. In my opinion, I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick was healthy, meaning he didn't have COVID, I think he starts this game. Might be different. Maybe not. But Brian Flores gets a sack this week. And uh, we actually did have a coach
0: get the sack. Oh. So without further ado, uh, Zach, take the honors here. Who is this coach? And, uh, you know, put him in, you know, bury him a little bit here. Yeah, Give it the proper burial. Pathetic job. Much to the chagrin
2: of 31 other NFL teams, Adam Gase has been given the sack by the Jets this week.
1: <laughs> right after the game! Right, right after,
0: after the game. literally right after.
2: They didn't waste any time. He was their best asset in getting the number one pick, and they still didn't get it, so... Adam Gase, rest in peace.
0: And and real, real quick, the thing I do respect about the whole process... Uh, that I I believe I, you know, I thought was interesting is the owner and, and the Johnsons are being extremely transparent. Like, look, they know this guy was not good enough. Like they understood. He said, Christopher Johnson said, quote, it is clear. The best direction for the Jets is to move in a different direction to our fans. It is obvious we have not been good enough. I think the fact that he is just saying that and not trying to give you the PR is respectable. You know, because this is a team that easily could go into the, oh, we're trying to get better because we have a top pick, but let's just face it. They sucked. They sucked way worse. They sucked horrible they could have been one of the worst teams in nfl history i mean in terms of pure overall roster talent They're horrible. and that's that's a problem and that's a problem uh, but meanwhile we're not here to only do get the sacks we want to talk football we want to talk games and so without further ado we're going to try to break it by a little bit of divisions and we're not going to break it down like individually but more so how the division played out and so to start off obviously like we always do to the indianapolis colts and afc south and the indianapolis colts come out they uh they see the tennessee titans playing at the exact same time as them and you know both teams uh you know let's just say inventful games to say the least the colts win 28 to 14 over the jaguars the titans win 41 to 38 over the texans and so bryce i'll have you start first yeah, how bro, start, do you start, see bro. the afc south now as the tennessee titans won the division the colts get the last spot and we'll talk more about how that all happened but for right now the colts were able to get in how do you see that for your uh for your colts and really you know for the division itself?
1: yeah cheers zach Cheers!
0: Yeah, baby. Yeah, we got in,
1: baby. We're back, and, and we did it. Okay, it wasn't pretty. I'll give you that. Fine, whatever. I don't care. We are in the playoffs, baby. And Jonathan Taylor, I am gonna ride that train all the way to Buffalo. I'm gonna ride it. I mean, the the man ran what? Almost nearly 30 times. It's about dang time. He broke the record, the Colts record. He right ran for over two. I think he got over two fifty. Two touchdowns was an absolute monster. Like Phil, Phil Rivers didn't have the greatest of games. We didn't need him to have a very good game this game. As long as he's sharp next week going into Buffalo, I'm fine. OK, we're, we're going to the defense is playing well. We got six sacks, six sacks this game. All right. Defense is looking just fine. OK, We've got to tighten some things up in the secondary. But if we could do that, you think? Get the running game going in Buffalo, we're going to be sitting pretty. I, I like it, man. I think we can go up there and compete with Buffalo.
0: Zach, what's your impressions?
2: <laughs> yeah, baby, we're back. We're back in the dance, Caleb. You love it. You love to oh, see yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: He loves it.
2: You know, I just want to say, I came on this show a long time ago and said the Colts were going to go thirteen and three, and I was only two L. games off. L. I was only two games off. L. I wasn't too far off.
0: Take it. I wasn't
2: too far off.
0: Take it. Well, um, I'll take, take it. You know, we aren't here. For you. We aren't. We aren't giving you free pennies. <laughs> you know, we're not giving you. We're not giving you what? useful dollars. Come on, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Come on, but the
2: come Colts, on. you know, we did not look good this whole game. The Bryce, we, we didn't, but Jonathan Taylor did. Jonathan oh, yeah, Taylor did. did. Reich learned his lesson from last week. Ran no, the ball didn't. down Jacksonville's throat.
1: No Heinz between the tackles.
2: No Heinz between the tackles. Although there was one play in the first <laughs> half. Heinz had a ginormous hole. Yes, he did. Yes,
1: he did. <laughs> hey, Valdir paid off for us. That Valdir signing, huge yep. after losing. That was Kastante. a
0: massive signing. Huge, it was a good and move. he's
1: only going to get better. Like, that's just rust. I- and let me
0: and, and yeah, and, and let me get into that. Cause I, I was, you know, coming into this week, obviously with the injury to Costanzo, my concern was getting depth, and particularly getting a better in depth, because I, I don't think you can trust Larry even Clark or pieces like that to come in and do what's needed. But with a guy like Velvere, like there is experience. There is a guy that's been around the league for a while. He's been on contending teams in the past. It made a lot of sense to me to get a guy like that. And it showed, you guys, it showed. It showed like the backbone of the Colts is the offensive line. That is the backbone. I understand that every team relies on their offensive line, but I don't know if there's a lot of teams that value it the way the Colts do and are willing to do whatever it takes to make sure they have one of the best units. And I think the Colts do that. And it showed that they got a good veteran offensive lineman. Meanwhile, with the Colts, Zach, that's ridiculous. Wright didn't learn jack crap. Wright came into this game acting like Phillip Rivers could throw and fling the ball in the second half. Jonathan like the, he, like had it didn't make doing sense. Doing yards. Get the ball tonight. Naheem Hines had two carries for 17 yards. That is atrocious. Why didn't him. We're you, we're need him. you need to get Naheem Hines. He
1: caught the him. ball six times. You when
2: need JT. To get hey, hey, hey. When JT has 250 yards,
0: I don't Hines.
2: care.
1: I don't care yeah i don't care here's your problem
0: here's your problem six passes you had the (laughs) majority let me let me explain this let me explain this please let me explain this yeah let me explain this this. is embarrassing for you the problem with the colts the problem with the colts is as far as i'm concerned they have the tendency to get away from the run way too often this is a team that if they want to beat the buffalo bills they have to just sit there and pound the freaking rock because there's no freaking way you trust philip rivers quentin no there's no way you do there's no way you do because he, he, he didn't improve it against Jacksonville's lousy secondary. Lousy. And as far as I'm concerned, this is a defense that you should absolutely be concerned about. They've been dropping themselves in the second half. Aww. They got the pressure because Jacksonville has no offensive line, which Zach, you cannot disagree with. And they were able to let guys like Chris Conley get seven for 87. Okay. Get LaVisca Chennault six for 68. Nice. And, and Zach, you, you guys watch the Colts every week. They're about to play the Buffalo Bills. And they're going to light him up in the passing game unless there's something being done. Slow down. And your boy, Sin, Bryce, has to come out and show like he's a number two corner. And he hasn't this entire season. Not to mention the fact that this is an Indianapolis Colts team that relies on having an elite defense. He's not our number two corner. You need to sit there. You need. You got to be serious.
2: I am serious. You got to be serious.
0: Moore is a guy that you're going to use inside the slot you're going to have him guard Beasley. Hear me out. You're going to have him guard Beasley. You're going to want John If John Brown gets could light up Rocky Sin if he doesn't have good technique because he's got the speed to get him down.
1: John Brown you. hasn't played like a single game also. John Brown
0: literally just came out and got a great touchdown. You send Blackman Man-man over coverage to help. Dolphins. cool.
1: You send
2: Blackman over. And I'm to saying they're going
0: they're, they can't afford Blackman to help on John Brown every freaking possession. Why? Why? I don't know, because you got a guy named Josh Allen who could sling it to like 100 different people and was the top five MVP candidate this season. You can't just sit there and try to get help on John Brown. That's a load (laughs) of crap. If you can come out in this game, if you come out in this game, if you're the Colts looking to get the ball to Jonathan Taylor and never stop, because the problem with that is in the second half, they did stop. They did stop. They stopped. They went on a drought where they didn't get on the ball enough. And that's a problem. The one thing I will say that's encouraging is Philip Rivers is actually choosing to throw the ball at Hilton, and that's about time. That's about time. Good win for the Colts. The Titans, meanwhile, look, the way I see it, and then we'll move on. I mean, this was a back-and-forth game. Obviously, the ending uh, was fun to watch. Uh, but the way that I see it, okay, is Deshaun Watson just lit them up. I mean, 38 points. Once again, Bryce, you've, you and I have been mentioning this. Their secondary is not what they want it to be. They tried picking up Desmond King to address it. And I mean, sure, like he was a solid piece for them, but I'm not sitting there saying Mm -hmm. that fixes Mm -hmm." everything. The problem with the Titans, I don't, honestly though, I mean, I kind of like what they have. I don't think Ryan would have made a significant impact. The problem with the Titans to me is that, you know, they're going to have to address the corner spots because here's, here's the thing with the Titans. The Titans are going to play the Ravens. Hollywood Brown is really good. And Lamar's looking good down the field right now. And so I think that this is a team that is going to have to come out and play good pass defense. And, you know, I understand Deshaun Watson's probably a top five player in the NFL, like overall.
1: Oh, yeah. Regardless. Yeah.
0: But I'm just saying, like, let's fix it. Let's fix it. That's all. Uh, next up in the uh, the brackets, we're going to do the AFC North. Uh, we'll do the Ravens, which I had just previously mentioned, but I'll let uh, Zach take it first. And then the Browns, who were able to come out against the Steelers, which they didn't play anybody, and they really won by two points. And it was a lot closer than a lot of people really thought. I mean, granted, I thought it could be a tight game, but I didn't see Mason Rudolph. I don't think like he played bad, but I I don't know. He was he did a little bit more than I thought. So, right, Bryce and, and Zach. I'll, I'll let you know Zach comment on this first. How do you see the AFC North with the Ravens and the Steelers, and and what can they? What, what did you see in the, in this week?
2: Well, I'll start. I start with the uh, the Ravens here. The Ravens. Sure. They've got to be the hottest team coming in the playoffs. They got it. A thousand percent agree they got to be. Yep. I mean, I understand yep. their schedule was pretty easy. And you can eat that,
0: Bryce. You can eat that. Oh, but that's the truth. Continue, Zach.
2: The schedule is pretty easy, but they dominated like a good team should against bad teams. I mean, today, 38-3 to yep. 3 against the Bengals, which, yep. you know, everybody could have seen that coming. Was it Brandon yeah. Allen? Who was it today? Brandon Allen? Yeah, Brandon Allen. Brandon <laughs> Allen. Yep. Oh, God. 6-21. to 21. Tough, tough. But they got Tennessee. Next week, a revenge game from last year.
1: Well, even this year, even in the regular season. Well, even this I year. Mean, come on, the postseason narrative is there. Bryce. I agree. I agree. It's Tennessee's there. bested them two times in a row. It's there. I expect to see a lot of Derrick
2: Henry, like we did last year. Uh, but I, I, and you know, going to Pittsburgh, sure. And Cleveland, sure. I'm very worried about Pittsburgh. I'm very worried because Cleveland. Had a couple of huge chunk runs against them Chubb in the first half. Hunt had a couple. I don't I just don't know. And it's a rematch next week. yeah, it's it's a rematch next week. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the oh! Browns. Oh.
0: Like, oh, close yeah i think it'll be no. a similar game Wait, don't don't get too deep into it because we're going to get into oh, the brackets here in a bit but i do think that's interesting bryce how do you see okay. the afc north looking at
1: it? Uh, well i look look as as much as i've criticized lamar jackson this year look mm-hmm. he's answered the bell yeah you he's have. answered the bell he's yeah, answered have. the bell with, in the passing game no i'm not gonna apologize for Why? that. that's exactly what no, he I'm did he po- came out and oh my god i'm not gonna apologize for that Why? no because Why not? no because he deserved it he deserved the criticism and I said, if he can get better in the passing game, they would be a better team. Five and this game is win what he's done. Yes, albeit it was an easy schedule. But he has done exactly what he should, uh, an MVP quarterback should do. Also, here's the big thing, okay? They finally figured out that that uh, Mark Ingram isn't that good anymore. And my boy from the OHIO, J.K. Dobbins, is a legitimate running back in the nfl and he showed it even today and you have for for that offense to work you have to have a legitimate running back a good running back that's going to be able to get you yards and break off chunk plays like like jk dobbins did today and mark ingram it just isn't giving it to you anymore so no i respect i respect the ravens i respect lamar jackson and his commitment to getting better in the passing game and you know what I think I think the Ravens will I I yeah I, th- I think they're gonna win Nick I think they're gonna win next week uh, but as far as Steelers and Browns we've seen this twice already this year uh I mean the second time obviously we don't have Big Ben and and they basically sat their entire defensive line and rightfully so right Zach that's
0: um, ridiculous take you what I mean- it's ridiculous, yeah, it is it's me, but I'll get into it in a minute. Exactly, oh, yeah, I yeah. That. I mean,
1: I, I think the Steelers are going to be prepared. I, I am not willing to bet against a Mike Tomlin team in the playoffs, I'm just not. I like li- Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is, is legit, he is a great football coach. He always has his guys ready to play, especially in the playoffs. I know they've been slipping lately, it is worrisome, but the Steelers they're just a grinded out team, they don't care what it looks like as long as they win. So I I like the Steelers so far. You could lean me either way though. I mean, the
0: way I see the AFC North, I mean, there's a couple things that I see out of this, right? The Ravens come out and they dominate a team everybody thought they should, which is good. They went out and they they took care of business. They're eleven and five. I will say, Rice, I'm not trying to push back on J.K. Dobbins, but to be honest with you, I think what's made the Ravens so good is their balance. Lamar's running the ball balanced. Uh, Gus Edwards is a really solid back for them, and he's getting a lot of production. And, you know, they're starting to figure it out with everybody else. Hollywood Brown has really taken a leap for them in the passing game. You're starting to see Andrews get a little bit more involved, even though the rec- you know the yards may not look good. It's the targets that I like. It's the consistent targets. He's been getting a lot of targets recently. The defense looks ridiculous. I don't know like what switched in their DNA, but obviously they have put themselves and prided themselves more. Peters, Chuck Clark come up with interceptions today. And I get, you know, I understand they're against the Bengals in their unfortunate quarterback misery, but the way that I see it is like, they're clearly a team. I mean, they're the hottest team coming into the playoffs. I don't care what conference, They're the hottest team coming in the playoffs and, I, I don't want to touch him. I don't want to, I don't want to face him. No, thank you. I don't, I don't want anything to do with them. Now, as far as I'm concerned about the Browns and the Steelers, the way I see this game, the Browns winning by two, it's absolutely ridiculous what Zach is telling you. The fact is the Steelers did not have Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, or the majority of top defensive players. So it makes sense that guys like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who, you know, have been running the ball all year against everybody, are going to come out and put a show like it makes sense. They had to, they had more to prove than the Steelers defense this week. Right. And so, I mean, to sit there and act like you're shocked by that is ridiculous for the, for the Browns. Like that's how they're going to win. Like if you're going to believe in the Browns, Zach, that is how they're going to win, but a healthy Steelers defense, you you have cam Hayward, you have TJ Watt, you have Edmonds, you have pieces, not to mention that big Ben is back. And it seems like they're really finding something down the field, and that's something that I'm encouraged by. Only I'm a little bit worried about for the Steelers is a ground game. You know, I miss me on McFarland, right? Miss me on Benny Snell uh, because huh. oh, he's not Benny looking as good on first week. First week, first week. First week. First not no. 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 you do a championship no. game in fantasy? You don't, no, you don't
1: you respect it. Benny Snell? Don't get to
2: hate. Hey, hey, Caleb. I, what I'm do just do saying, miss me right now. That's it. Caleb, what do I get if the Browns win? What are you gonna give
0: me? No, hold up. I didn't say the Browns couldn't win. I'm just saying the way that uh, you're coming at it and breaking down this game, you're saying, "Oh, it's a shock that Nick Chubb and Creamer are doing this." The Steelers I didn't say it was a shock.
2: They've been doing whoa. this all year. That's how you they got to the playoffs. Like
0: to sure, no, like no, no. sure sounded like that to me. No, no, no. Sure, sounded like that. I just okay. want to
2: know what do I get if what do I get if the Browns beat the
0: Steelers? What do I get? Evan, I, look, I'm I like well, the Browns. You want to You want I've a been
1: so, are you picking the Browns over the Steelers on, yes. set on on next weekend? Yes.
0: I'm waiting till later to reveal my predictions, like I've you know clearly stated. <laughs> next up, next, <laughs> up the, uh, next up for the next up for the the wild, the, really in general, the week 17 coverage is you know we're going to shift it to the NFC, and you know we we're not doing the Chiefs simply because they were locked into the number one. So I want to be uh, clear on that, uh, and then obviously. Uh, The the, the next team on the list, if we're doing AFC, is the Bills. And look, I mean, the Bills are a high-powered machine. I mean, let's just face it. Their offense is rolling. Bryce, Bryce has literally just been shut up by Josh Allen. All Josh Allen has done is shut him up all season. He's coming out performing top five numbers. Zach, you and I have been bigger on the Josh Allen train than Bryce when we have discussed Buffalo, it just seems as if he is really on a groove right now. The only thing I'm slightly, I mean, I mean slightly, I am concerned with, is I don't think that you can rely on their ground game. And even oh, though they were able to get 56, no. No a way. lot of it's through the air. I just think teams might be able to figure that out in the playoffs. Do you think that by chance, like you know, can they, how do you think that they are going to look to attack? in the playoffs. I mean, are we going to see a lot of QB runs potentially? Like, I, I just think they're going to need to do something in the ground game to, you know, to create more for the passing game. Take it away, Zach.
2: Well, uh, first off, I want to, I want to hear some apologies here. Uh, I want to hear some apologies I'm, I'm, here. I have a quote here from our group message. Uh, here. You go. I say on Tuesday, Miss me on Miami, and I get met with, that's just dumb. Dumb, Zach. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) What happened today, Caleb and Bryce? What happened today?
1: Uh, Bills
2: almost dropped 60 on the (laughs) Dolphins. (laughs) But I think you're right, Caleb. I think we're going to see a lot of QB runs. I think we're going to see a lot of Cole Beasley in the short passing game. Because you can't yeah. rely on Devin yeah. Singletary. Good point. You yeah. can't rely on Devin Singletary. I mean, we we not oh, here? Zach Moss. Zach Moss, I think, is better than Devin Singletary.
1: I agree. I agree. I said cut Still. Singletary. Cut him.
2: Still. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? What
0: are we talking about? So... You want me to pick this game? What do you want me to do? No, 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 no. I don't want you to pick it. We got, we right, got a little right. bit, but you gave me a breakdown. Bryce, what do you see out of this, you know, in general, the AFC East? Now that the Dolphins really got thwacked, it seems like they're going to have to figure it out through the draft. But as opposed to the Bills, I mean, their offense is just is reeling. And I will say that I, I, what I'm fascinated with and I want you to get in on is the fact that I just think Stefan Diggs, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but it is fair to keep bringing up his impact. Even when you're not seeing the, the the insane, like superstar-like game from him, you're still sitting there like he makes a huge impact. Like he brings this passion and energy at wide receiver that to be honest, I don't think the Bills have ever really had till he got there.
1: No, not since... Uh... Lee Evans, uh, right? Eric Molds, uh, right. You know, I mean, like, yeah. yeah I mean, even, I mean, Ter- when Terrell Owens was there, he was past his prime, so it didn't even matter. But, um, yeah, I mean, Stephon Diggs is a top ten wide receiver in the game. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, period. Even when he was with Minnesota, coming to Buffalo, he's refreshed. He's renewed. It's a fair take. Uh, it, it's. I love Stefan Diggs and I, and I love his attitude towards the game. Like he wants to be good. I don't think he's a diva. I mean, he he did cause a scene his last year in Minnesota, obviously showing that he was very unhappy and disgruntled. Yeah. And to be yeah.
2: Well, if you're playing with Kirk cousins, I mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you. Oh, yeah,
1: here we go. Kirk cousins. But uh, I mean, I'm happy to see him <laughs> love playing football again. Right. Playing with Josh Allen, young, a a young quarterback for me. This is, this is again, we've talked about it before. This is, was a great move for both teams, right? The bills got exactly what they needed on offense, a star wide receiver. And they built that offense the right way. Right. The only thing that they're missing is, is a legitimate running back. And then you see the Vikings get Justin Jefferson, who just broke Randy Moss's rookie receiving record, you know, and should be highly considered for offensive rookie of the year. Unfortunately, he's probably not going to win it, but yeah, I, Stephon Diggs is legit, man, and he's a tough cover. Like the Colts are gonna have their hands full. Carry uh um uh, Rhodes has been awesome for the Colts this year. I, I would imagine he's gonna be the guy that's on them. He'll probably see some Kenny Moore, who's legit as well. Uh, Pro Bowl snub in my opinion. Keep
2: laughing, Caleb. Keep laughing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Keep laughing. That's fine. That's fine. I don't care. Hate on talent. We're f- I, I like Stephon Diggs though. That this worked out. The Bills are a good team. I just want to see how they'll fare in the playoffs. That's all I would like to see and I will reserve my comments until after the game on Saturday.
2: You know, Bryce, it's kind of an interesting situation for you cuz Bills are playing the Colts.
1: It really sucks, honestly. I'm not even going to lie like I <laughs> <laughs> This really sucks. <laughs> cuz he cuz the Bills should definitely win this game, okay? I'm a realist, but I'm also delusional and I think the Colts are going to win, but I know what should happen in this game. <laughs>
0: Now, as we as we shift to the next conference, um, I mean, a lot of changes were mostly in the wild card. I mean, there were, you know, sure, there were seedings that were kind of like up for grabs, but the changes were in the wild card. So let's start with that. And the team that was able to survive was the Chicago Bears and Chicago Bears survived in large part due to how the L.A. Rams, led by their backup quarterback, Not named Jared Goff, by the way, comes in and wins against the Cardinals, which Zach has previously mentioned. The Bears in their game this week lost 35 to 16. And I mean, there's not a gigantic point in trying to break that down. But I guess my question for you, Bryce and and Zach, and I, I want Zach to start off with this is I mean, we've we've said the Bears have a good defense and Aaron Rodgers is lighting up people. Uh, But the constant issue with them is their quarterback play. How how much can you rely on Trubisky when they're going to play a team in the Saints that is going to rush him, they're going to pressure him? How do you see the Bears offense really doing a whole lot in terms of points?
2: This team will be lucky to get 10 points against the Saints. I really I don't see that's any really, world.
0: That's a low. Come on, in a play, you know
1: what? ten points in a playoff games. Yeah. have you seen the way the Saints defense plays right now? I do. I'm just saying ten just that's a disrespect. Low. team. i here's what I'm saying. Are the they our team? Caleb, stop. The Bears
2: are the worst playoff team in the past twenty years.
0: No. Oh my god. The worst. Oh my gosh. The worst. Oh my gosh. Recency bias. Oh my gosh. I said 20 years, 20 years, right? 20 years. They're the worst. 20 seasons of NFL football? That's recency bias? Yeah.
2: Oh geez. Yeah. Oh geez. How many? No. There is no world where the Bears win this game. Absolutely none. I don't want to hear all this. Song Montgomery, what if we've been running him this much? No, that's a joke. Not to Mon- stop. Cut
1: Montgomery. Cut him. He's Please a bone. No, you, you don't cut Montgomery. Stop. That's yeah, you do. As- you cut him. That's foolish. That's foolish. As for
2: what you asked, Caleb. What's Mitch going to do in this game? Uh, 115 yards. That's okay. what he's going to do. Okay. couple of picks. No touchdowns. Okay. That's what's going to happen. Sean
0: school Matt Nagy, school him. So, so Bryce moving forward, the Packers did, you know, come out and, and look, I mean, they are a top offense, so they, they do like putting points up on the board. But how, as the Bears, do you, you know, say, okay, this happened, but we're in the playoffs, we're in the dance. Like, how can, how, how do you think the Bears are going to look to move past? Giving up 35. I mean, I think the Bears are gonna pride themselves on trying to hold the Saints team to like 20 plus points, right? And that's that (laughs) might be tricky for them right now, but given the way that the Packers just let them up.
1: From one Hall of Fame quarterback to another, that is just lighting people up. Like Drew Brees is on a mission. Like we heard the report today, Caleb, that Drew uh, Drew Brees is looking to probably retire after this season. So Drew Brees got one thing on his mind, and that's winning another chip before he goes. So he goes out like a champ. Look, Caleb, Zach knows we've had Chuck Pagano as a head coach. Didn't fare so well, Caleb. Now the Bears have him as a defensive coordinator. It didn't. It's not uh, not faring so well. So, Caleb, I uh, I expect uh, the Saints to tear up the Bears defense. I guess you got to find ways to get pressure on Drew Brees. I think that's the only way you have a chance at the game. And you better hope the Saints defense has an off game. I'm just playing this game for that's the key. This is that's the key. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to the Bears. They're not that good. I don't care what anybody says. Attack me in the chat. I don't care. That's the truth. Bears suck. Colts are better. Period. Oh, uh
0: I mean the way that I the way that I see you know that game. Obviously the loss and then the Rams winning means the Rams survived. They got in. Arizona moved out of the whole thing. You know I think Bryce just it it was interesting taking a look at the Rams because, you know, I've been disappointed in them the last couple of weeks, as you know, and I've been disappointed because I I like the talent that they have. I think they have a good unit and I just really like McVay. The tricky part to the Rams is I like, they didn't have their quarterback. Right. But I mean, like you saw the energy, right. That they were playing with on defense. Like they knew they had to step up and they did like, They absolutely did. Like, you can't expect a guy like Wolford to come in and win you the game. He did everything in his power, given his situation, to do what he could, right? Like, the guy's, like, never been a regular season starter. Probably didn't even expect to start a game the entire season, with all due respect to John Wolford. So how, you know, if you're the Rams, you're going to get guys back, which is great, but is that, going to give you enough to punch by a team in Seattle who they faced. And normally it's always been very tight games between.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, they know each other, they play them, they play each other twice a year. So, I mean, third time is a charm. It's going to be super interesting. I think for me, this game is going to go either way. Uh, I I really don't know. I think it depends on how healthy Jared Goff is coming off that, that small hand surgery that he had. Uh, I mean, Caleb, there's just an, another guy that I just don't bet against it in the playoffs is Russell Wilson. The dude just wins games. Like, I, it doesn't matter what who he has around him or this, that, and the other. Russell Wilson is a winner. He's a stud when it comes to the playoffs. He knows how to win football games. Sean McVay, you know, if he gets cute, you know, in this game and lets Seattle hang around, Russell Wilson will come and eat your lunch. And he'll yep. move on to the second yep. round and you'll be going home watching him on the couch. Yep. So I, I am very intrigued by this game. I think it's one of the better matchups we have on wildcard weekend. Yep. Very, very excited for this game.
0: And then, you know, uh, Zach, do you have any thoughts because I know at one point you were like, Hey, Rams, good team losing the jets. You're like, miss me on the Rams. Does that change given the fact that they're going to play a divisional rival. You know, they have the experience like, you know, the Rams are going to know what Seattle likes to do. Seattle will know what the Rams like to do. Does that change your perception on maybe getting an upset here?
2: Look, it was a little bit of an overreaction
0: (laughs) when they (laughs) lost to the Jets. All right. It was a little bit of an overreaction, but
2: uh, (laughs) I think this is the best. This will be the best game of the six next weekend. This will be the best game. I don't hate that
0: tape.
1: Wow. I don't either, but Wow.
2: It's going to be a close game. Could see overtime. Could see overtime in this game. Yeah. The thing it's going to come down to, I think there's going to be a lot of points. I know, Caleb, you and I have talked wow. about the Rams defense. Wow. But I think the Rams are going to have to outscore the Seahawks okay. or even vice versa because the Seahawks don't. They. I know their defense has played better. Yeah, the defense, definitely, yeah. But mm-hmm. I still – their defense is lower echelon in the NFL, so – There's going to be a lot of points. I think we could see like 60 combined points in this game. I'm going to take the Seahawks just because of the Russell Wilson factor. I know. That's fair. I I still, even though Gossman to a Super Bowl, I still don't trust him in a big game. I'm going with Seahawks in this one, but it's going to to be close. I'm predicting 34-31.
0: Seahawks oh, I would love that yeah. I would. I mean love that's that. yeah well we'll get to you know deeper into your predictions here in a minute um you know here here's my thing uh with the Rams before we transition I I I, I just I'm scared of golf I'm just I'm just scared I can't believe in him. He's not. He's not done anything to make me believe in him. Interesting. Interesting. I sit
1: there. I sit. I've never said. Maybe you should have listened to Bryce. And maybe that's what he's
0: saying. No. 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 You don't put words in my mouth. I said I like that defense. I said I like the weapons they had around him and the coaching can propel them. But that's not to say that I loved or really enjoyed golf as an individual talent. I'm saying that it just it just it slightly worries me because I just don't know if golf can get it done with an improving defense. Like he did not look good against Seattle. He did not look good. He's obviously going to have to make adjustments. I weirdly, honestly think that the fact that he was out this week could potentially help him. If he used it the right way, he could see some different things. He could look at different things from a very a perspective. He's not gotten to really look at. He's been kind of thrown into the fire his entire career. I don't know. It's something to think about. Uh, I just, I really like, the fact that the chess pieces of the Rams can match up with the Seahawks' chess pieces, and so I just think that there's a lot to to keep an eye on, and we'll get into it in a minute. Uh, you know, the, the next the next team on here though uh, is in the is in the NFC South, uh, which is the uh, New Orleans Saints, uh, who you know are are absolutely cooking. And, and they are going to be a team to be reckoned with. They are getting some players back. The thing about the Saints that I think is important to note, Camara will be playing on Sunday. The Saints the Saints will more most likely, you know, have him back. Unless they believe that he needs more practice, they are saying he can be back. There's no doubt in my mind the NFL knew what they were doing, but I'm just saying he will be back Sunday. Now, the question that I have for the Saints is this. You're not gonna win if you think that Traquan Smith or fill in the blank at wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders can be your number one guy. Like you're gonna need to sit there and say, Taste "Can me. can Michael Thomas come off this injury?" Because you 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 basically told him earlier in the process, "Hey, like we're we want you to rest. We want you to be that that top." or three-level wide receiver, you guys. That's why they chose to do that. And so, Rice, I, I want you to, you know, go on this one first. You know, you're a Ohio State guy. yada, yada. How do you see Michael Thomas coming off of this injury? Man. Do you think that we are going to see the can't guard Mike, or are we going to see uh, he needs to get a little bit more reps, and, and we may not see that, you know, really awesome Michael Thomas in the playoffs
1: well, for a couple of things, Michael Thomas needs to come off this injury and play like can't guard Mike because here's the thing. He has not looked good from a PR standpoint. He has not looked good on the field yet this year. Horrible look. And the only thing that cures all that is winning. So he needs to come out here and he needs to play like he just got paid because they just gave him the bag. He needs to play like he was the number one wide receiver in the league last year, he needs to come out and help Drew Brees get to another Super Bowl and give him at least a chance to win another another yeah. ring. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. you that is how he needs to come out and play. Okay. I, yeah. And maybe heck, who knows? Maybe he's inspired after Ohio State's victory over Clemson. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Move on, move on. Zach. You got? Oh, you got any thoughts here You know, on I had, had to.
2: As for the Saints, I can't remember if I've said it on Linsanity before, but I'm going to say sure. it now. I think the Saints are the most complete team in the NFC, and they're going to get to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl.
1: Not mad about that at no, all. No, you didn't say anything ex- incorrect.
2: No, no, not at all. So, and we're talking about the Saints Bears. That, that's what you want me to hit on?
1: We're just talking about Saints.
0: I mean, just in general, the Saints specifically.
2: Saints specifically. Look, if they can get. Camara back. Obviously, that's a huge. You know, I don't need. I don't need to say what he does. We sure. know what Camara is. We know what yeah. he is.
1: Um, yeah. Latavius can Murray get not bad back. Latavius
2: Murray not bad. So I guess yeah, you're right, Bryce. So I guess if Camara doesn't play, it's not a huge drop off in terms of the running game. They're gonna miss Camara in the passing game a lot. Hundred percent. I mean, Camaro has been their best passing option all season. <laughs> he really, past couple of seasons, he really you know, has. It seems like... he really has. So he really has. And Mike Thomas, you hit on it, Bryce. You little, you went a little too far with the Ohio State thing. I'm shocking about. Look, he yeah, needs to can. come out. He needs to come out and just dominate the Bears. Because mm-hmm. realistically, if you're <laughs> the guy you think you are, and that uh, you say you are,
0: and the guy you were Show last it. year, you need to dominate. Show the Bears. it. I agree. You need to dominate the Bears. Nobody's going to disagree with that. I agree. I think Thomas needs to to do that. I think the Saints uh, absolutely need to get after the offensive line and the Chicago Bears. I mean, that's to me, they've just got to dominate. They have the ability to do it, so, so they need to do it. And, and I, I think that... You know, Peyton could come up with something. I, I'm encouraged by how they've been playing recently. Uh, I, I think they know their guys. I think they know their roles. I think you're going to see Emmanuel Sanders have a sneaky game in the playoffs. And I, I just I like the way that they're they're going like about that. everything with yeah, everything it. with the roster, with the use of everybody, keeping everybody bought in. And I think Bryce made a good point. Sure, the retirement the retirement thing is a possibility with Breeze, but it's it's going to be a motivation. Because every year during this time, you know what the question was? Hey Drew, are you done? Hey Drew, are you gonna are you are you gonna move on? He's yeah. you know made it probably more clear than he ever asked before. And so I wonder if that's going to give the Saints a little bit uh, a little bit more of a boost than in years past. The next team in the NFC East, and and to be clear here, there's a a lot of matchups still in play. Obviously, we will get to how it all ends up, Uh, but the Cowboys and the Giants did play, and let's just say that was the definition of NFC East football. Both teams were absolutely (laughs) sloppy. (laughs) Annie Dalton was atrocious late in the game. He's not even close to a starting quarterback that Bryce says he is. Daniel Jones comes in, doesn't – he just – he's Daniel Jones. There's, there's not a lot of ways to put that, but somehow some way the New York giants come out in this game, 23 to 19. And I, I got on my rant about the Cowboys, but look, when it comes to the giants, <laughs> I don't like doing this, but I am going to do this. They got, oh. they got lucky. They, they came into oh. this game. They came. And let me explain. Like, I mean, the, again like i said it earlier like mccarthy's decision making wasn't good No, i agree like why in the world i know what you're doing did you not try to challenge oh Oh,
1: no (laughs) like oh
0: no it's a total (laughs) momentum shifter oh no complete momentum shifter not to mention the fact that your pro bowl tight end went for two receptions and 17 yards not to mention the fact that you're arguably arguably best offensive player went basically fumbled the ball twice today. This is a problem. You guys, like, I, you know, I like the defense price, but Oh my gosh. I mean, if you're going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you are going to get squashed, squashed by playing that lousy football. Lousy. We're gonna get the Go sack, judge. Bryce. He needs to sit. He needs to sit there. He needs to sit there and take a look at his team. And he needs to say, "What are we doing on offense? What are we doing? Oh, what, are, what are we doing?" <laughs> no, Bryce, kill, kill him. No. It's, it's 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 frustrating.
2: It's frustrating, exactly What do you? No, Caleb. I agree with you. They got lucky because if you guys remember the end of that game, uh, Cowboys in the red zone, with like a minute left, chance to win the game, get in the playoffs. What does Andy Dalton do? A throw up and do duck. exactly <laughs> what Andy Dalton <laughs> <laughs> does.
1: Throws hey, it to four hey, Giants. Throws and, it to and four. And guys. you know what? Four. And you know what? Wayne Gallman <laughs> almost cost them the game there. Just the game. Uh, just running, uh, just fumbles the ball. Nobody uh, around. What are you doing? Oh what are God. you doing? It, it was atrocious football. The Giants, unfortunately, Caleb, right now, we're keeping tabs on the Washington-Philly game. Uh, Washington, or the Giants still have a chance to get in the playoffs. Depending. There's one quarter left. Washington is up by three uh, and driving at the moment. Yes. We'll see what happens, yes. right? Um, but I really don't want to see the Giants in the football or in the playoffs. Please, no. 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 Please,
0: no. Please. Please. Well, let me let me repeat this. I want to see that defense. I just don't want to see the offense. Sure, you know what I'm uh, saying, Bryce. That's it. Uh, That's it. That's it. Uh,
1: That's it. Sure. I mean,
0: but but what we know, what the NFC still be. I'm not sitting there like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. All right. Now the key to this game results. No results. We will get to them. Washington, Philadelphia are playing. We're recording a little bit early, but I will say with Washington, I mean. I, I just think that they are right now, you know, in terms of the Giants and them and Washington themselves. Like, I feel like Washington's the more you, know, you trust them more, right? Like, when McClellan just came back. I feel like we always say, "Who do you trust more in the NFC?" We always do. It changes literally every single week. The answer is, but not. in all seriousness, <laughs> I like, want- I really do think that y- you're seeing some things that are encouraging. Like, We're seeing Chase Young step up in a big game like this. We're seeing Terry McLaurin go out and make that amazing, first of all, great play design. But then McLaurin getting a great route. And then the ability that Washington has to mix and match what they do on their D line. I mean, they have four first round picks and it shows. But the one thing I am worried about, and I've I've harped on it all year, it's 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 a record, it's old record, but it's just the truth. Like their linebackers are not what I want. Like you're going to get expi- you don't think that Gronkowski could potentially have a field day unless they move a safety on him. I'm not trying to have Bostic come in there and try to guard Gronkowski. You guys already went through the <laughs> Bostic experience. You know what that's like. I mean, I just think that Washington's got the ability to put some pressure, but they're going to need some more consistent effort from that second level of defense. Bryce, am I wrong here?
1: No, you're absolutely right. I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, I'd rather have Washington be the strongest team out of this division, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely gaps in, in there right yeah but I mean that's something that that Ron Rivera and that front office is going to get fixed in the offseason hey they made the playoffs this year right yeah they, they had some you know unfortunate things for other teams happen but and they're going to find themselves in the playoffs yeah. so I mean you can't be upset with that I mean you, you literally have a quarterback with one leg right uh incredible you have, story gone through a lot of adversity yeah. Uh, with with the cancer, with for Ron Rivera, with Dwayne Haskins, unfortunately, just a lot of things happen to this football team. Not to mention how incompetent and all the allegations that come out against their front office and how huh. they don't even have a team name. Huh. It is just an incredible story. You could do a thirty sure. for thirty on this team. Just right. I mean, just I, I don't know. You know, I want to see him win a playoff game. It's not going to happen. And unfortunately, Tom Brady gets an easy pass, which is so stupid. We've talked about this, Caleb. It's Hey, I, I like Washington. I think they have a bright future if they can figure out a few of their positions.
0: There you go. That's our in a little quickie, but now we're getting into the playoff matchups for spending the rest of the podcast, getting into these. Now I will say now that we're looking at all the matchups, pretty much what we think, let's look at them in terms of matchups and then teams and how they are going to attack, you know, in different parts. Right. So we'll do, I want to mix it up a little bit. Let's do one AFC, then one NFC, one AFC, one NFC. Let's do a little, let's do both you. Let's all, it all right. you. All
2: right.
0: So the way that I see it first is let's, I mean, again, let's give the people what they want. It is an Indianapolis network. The Colts and the Bills are, are, uh, are playing. And they're going to play the first game, actually. Matter of fact, they're playing on Saturday. And so I, I want to look at it first from the Colts perspective. And I, I want to look at it mostly from how you're going to defend the bills. The Colts obviously have tremendous talent with the four spot, tremendous talent with various lines. They're starting to get the defensive line some confidence, even though I think it's a little overhyped. Give them a huge amount of credit, given last week with the with, you know really with the Jaguars' offensive line being what it is. Oh, I still think that getting six sacks oh, is 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 a good wow. thing. It can be a confidence booster. And I'm not crazy on the Bills offensive line. So it's possible they can create a lot of pressure. So I'll have uh, Bryce start off here first. What are you trying to do if you're the Colts to get the Bills off their game? It seems like 50 plus, 40 plus is what they've been doing for literally, uh, you could say all season, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think it starts with uh, first trying to contain Josh Allen in the pocket and then actually bringing him to the ground. I think that's the hardest thing, right? Everything pretty much runs through Josh Allen, period. All right. He's going to he's going to use his legs to make plays. He's going to throw it deep down the field. He can literally do it all as a quarterback. Right. The bi- the big thing that the Colts have to do is try to contain that. And I don't know if a linebacker spy is going to work or they just sheer brute strength on the defensive line or it's going to be let's blitz them. I think Matt Eberflus is going to try to show them different looks, try to confuse them. But I'll tell you, Brian Dabble, the OC for Buffalo, yeah. is a super smart guy. And yeah, he actually, is. he's actually coached himself into the head coaching conversations around he the He absolutely league. has. He's going to yep. get interviews.
0: They're gonna so, yeah. They basically have two head coaches
1: in a sense. Right. Yeah. I think I think it's a, I think it's gonna be a difficult challenge for for the Colts. Is it insurmountable? No. It's gonna be very very difficult the way the Bills are are trucking along. But this has been my thing about the Bills. I want to see them do it in the playoffs. That's sure. what I want to see. Okay. I'm not gonna hate on anybody. I'm not gonna call them out. But Caleb, Zach, I will let you know this, and I will put this out here right now. Oh, you front. have no, you
0: um, don't have a reason to Bills do that. If the Bills
1: lose, I will be on
0: both of you. No, because you've been both sitting there saying you. that they've been good all season. You have they, no business. To they've do been
1: that. good, but I told you, I said I want to see it in the playoffs. I've been, I've been holding to no, that. I've been holding to that.
0: No, no, you've been. You know, well, that Bryce wins
1: well. no matter what, Caleb.
2: Because if the yeah. slinger misses, if the That's Colts exactly beat the, the right, Bills. Zach. You, you, I don't have to explain this. I don't understand. I don't, I don't, understand, it. Exactly right, I don't understand. That's exactly right, Zach. He
0: wants it to, he wants it both ways. I don't know now, what you're saying. Zach, to spin it for the Colts again, like, you know, and then we'll, you know, I'll do some topics on the Colts and do some topics on the Bills. The Colts, the thing that I really like that I think can be interesting for them is obviously they have, this is where I think you need to see the rewards of the defensive line, right? Mm-hmm. The bills, I think have some talent on the O line. I mean, Zach, you love the trenches. So I want you to dive oh, yeah, into it. Right. Oh, yeah. So you're looking at it from the defensive line of the Colts, right? The bills depth chart, right? So they have Deon Dawkins, solid mm-hmm. player, John Policiano, solid player. Mitch Morse, very good player in the middle. Brian Winters is a starter in the league. Derrick Williams can get you to where you need to be in terms of just giving you stability. Now, do you think that this offensive line can be formidable enough? Or do you think the Colts could potentially have a day against some of these all you know all linemen against, you know, for the Bills?
2: Buckner's impact on the Colts. I don't want to say it's gone unnoticed to people who don't watch it's, the Colts. It's not. Week. Come on. Come on, Zach. But it's not talked about nearly enough. It went uh, unnoticed uh, to the oh, NFL oh, for oh the Pro Bowl. It's not talked about. It's not talked about. New, that's embarrassing because everybody makes the Pro Bowl and Buckner didn't make it. Come on, Caleb. You know what I'm saying. We, us, do, three, I, us three. Us three. We watch the Colts every week. Yes. We know what Buckner means to the team. Somebody like uh, Troy Aikman has no idea. No. So I'm just saying... Yeah, the, guy, the guys you listed off are very good for the Bills. They're, they're starter-level players, a couple of them That's more fair. so. But That's fair. I don't see them stopping DeForest Buckner up the middle. I just don't see it.
0: It's it's going to be really hard. It's hard for anybody, but I think it's tricky for the Bills.
2: And it's a big reason I don't see the Bills having a big run game in this That's contest. Fair. That's fair. I, I said it earlier, we're going to see a lot of Beasley in this game. Yeah. A lot of screen passes, a lot of short routes up the middle. So I don't know if we're gonna see a big digs game,
1: but yeah, we, we, we. You could. you love roads. You love yeah. Him. What's the matter with Rhodes? okay? But you're you're oh you're you're you're, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh you're. being you're being ridiculous. Diggs is big. No, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm being ridiculous. You with roads? Yes. Being ridiculous. Yes. Yes. How been ridiculous with it's been Rose. a top
2: ten corner, the fact and then you think
0: Rhodes is, is going to sit there and lock down Diggs? It's cute. He's been Bryce, a top do you, do you have ten any? corner, and Diggs has been a top five wide right receiver this season. Well, Bryce, I- do you have any? Do you have anything to say when it comes to? I, I want you to really look at the defense here for a second because okay. Zach kind of went into it from the trenches of the Colts, but I know you've been, you know, a lot of what you've been going into has been the corners, right? The secondary. Uh, you think there's issues there. The Bills will provide, you know, some decent depth. Obviously, Brown comes back into the picture. Isaiah McKenzie had a very quiet game that was good, by the way. Like, I think he could be an interesting piece for the Bills if they go far. They have Stephon Diggs, who everybody knows about, and Gabriel Davis has a tendency to make a big play. How do you see the wide receivers and how the Colts could potentially match up, you know, against the against the talents that they have over there?
1: It's a tough cover, man. It's, I mean, after you and go experience. through you go through Rhodes and you go through Kenny Moore. I mean, you you got Rock Yassin who just who missed this game actually uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but who hasn't been playing well. Like you see flashes from Rocky and you you just kind of hope that he's got it figured out this time, right? I want to see him do well, but as of right now, I I just don't trust him. I trust Kenny and and I, and I trust Xavier, but I don't trust the other corners. Uh, you know, Blackman and, and Kari Willis are, are great help over the top, but sometimes that's not enough. And, and the Bills get super creative with all their weapons, even their tight ends with Dawson Knox. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting one right now. I I can't remember his name, but they have a couple tight ends that can make plays. So they have,
0: they have Knox and Tyler Croft, uh, Smith as well, who's like a solid little blocker type of, yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, I mean, it's a tough, it's a really tough cover. Matt Eberflus and that defense really got to do some heavy film study. Um, but I know the bills are going to come out swinging. They're going to have some trick plays for us. Yeah, they are. It's just a, it's a tall task. It's a tall task.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a very tall task. I I mean, in general, when you get to the playoffs, every team is very good, obviously. But the Bills, I just the way that I see them and the way that I see the Colts defense, I'm extremely worried about Diggs. If I'm a Coltsman, like, look, I, I just think he has been a machine all season. And, you know, this is why you pay him the big bucks. Like, this is exactly why the Bills did that. I think you'll see a lot of him in this game. I think Zach does have a valid point. I think Beasley could be a really interesting threat. I, I also think McKenzie could, could come out and have another nice game like he did uh, this last week against the Dolphins. I could I very much see that. I, I like the way that they're playing. Uh, my only issue though is the running game and we mentioned that i just don't know if they have enough we'll have to see a lot of josh allen qb design but now as we as we move forward here let's let's spin it and spin it more towards the defense and of uh, the bills and then we'll get into the colts offensive side of it as well so the thing about the bill's defense this week is they did not have tredavis white he was inactive you've got to think that he'll be able to come back tredavis white's one of the best if not like what, top top three or four corner in yeah. the league, yeah. they're getting, he's a stud and he, he's probably going to take out whoever he's guarding, right? If that's T.Y. Hilton, if that's Michael Pittman. And to be honest with you, the Colts don't have a lot of receiver depth anyway. So Tradavius White's probably not going to be thinking of it that big of a deal. But the way that I see this from the Bills is I really believe that this is a game that you're going to need this defensive line just to kind of play like to their expectations. Like, when I looked at the Bills last season, I thought, oh, they have some talent on D-line. Like, sure they lost Jack Lawson, right? But you go out, you get Mario Addison, a player they really like. AJ Espinosa was a very talented player, followed by Aaron, Ed Oliver, who I really like. He's giving them legit Talent at the defensive tackle position. They're real, they have guys, and, and then really on the trenches. I think it's going to be very interesting to watch, Zach. Because I, I, I'm i really excited to see Big Q and Ed Oliver. I'm excited to see them go at it. I think that's going to be very fun. I think these two guys are going to want to play some hardball. All right. And then the other thing I, I'm very oh, curious yeah. of is Ken Vel Deer bounce back because you aren't facing. I'm not going to sit here and say they're all world guts but they aren't good enough to where if you have an off game or you look like you just came back in the league, then you're going to get screwed. So how do you see the bills on the defensive line and really overall Zach against the Colts offense? I
2: can't wait for Nelson versus Oliver. (laughs) It's an awesome
0: matchup. I think, I think that's such a great matchup.
2: Can't wait for it. Can't
0: wait for it. I bet you're gonna watch that like I bet you're gonna sit there. You're gonna have your eyeballs, dude, like just staring right. Up. I can tell. I can tell. I can tell.
2: Yeah, wait for that trenches. You know, in my opinion, trenches decide every game. But this yeah. game in particular, I mean, it's fair, especially for the Colts. I mean, the Colts. It's the only reason we're here. It's it's the only reason we're here. Besides, but it really is, Bryce. I you know I hate to say it. Yes, it is. Rivers has yes, had it a is. good season. Yes, it is. But the reason we're here is because of our O line our D line. Thank you so that's why Thank we're here. here. That's Thank why we don't, here. we don't give
1: the, up sacks.
2: Gives Phil give some
1: time to throw.
2: But we don't give up sacks because he's a statue and he needs all the time he can get. <laughs> but that's the way this game's gonna be won. And you know, no, not with Rivers. Not with Rivers. Don't 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 look at me like that. Don't look at me like okay. that. Okay. All right. Rivers is not gonna determine whether or not. Okay. Right. Can determine whether we
0: lose this game. But, Interesting. Okay. <sighs> I don't know who to pick. Guys. Interesting to no. know. Well, no, no need to pick. No need. To, no need to get to the picks yet. We'll get into it in a minute. All right. All right. All now, right. Bryce, I, similar points, but you know he went at it for more of the trenches, rightfully so. Right? I'm a big Tremaine Edmonds guy. I think he's a really nice linebacker for the Bills. I am extremely Jerry here's Hughes another matchup. Welcome. I'm excited for you. Yes, and that's a Former defensive Cole. end that'll be interesting. Former Cole. Edmonds. I think that the potential for a lot of Edmonds against Hines is very real. And I like that because Edmonds has some great speed. And I'd like that for both sides. You can make an argument that that's really good for the Bills. That's really good for the Colts. But either way, I think that's an even matchup. And to be honest with you, if you had to sit there and say schematically the type of matchups that both teams would need to win, That's the type of matchup you would need to win. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I think Edmonds and Hines would be a really interesting matchup. I also believe Bryce that I, I, you guys know how I feel about rivers down the field. I just don't think he struggles with it. You are going to have to take shots. I don't know how you feel. You are going to have to take shots, especially with Josh Norman as the second guy, you're going to have to run him. And then, you Poyer and Hyde are good guys. Like they're smart. They're gonna go to the they're gonna but. you're gonna go to the box really and you know force Phillip Rivers to throw it down the field, right?
1: Yeah, I mean I yeah, I mean here's the thing. I mean here's the key for, for Buffalo. If sure. you stop the run for us, you're probably gonna win the game. That's the reality of the situation, right? I, I agree. But, the, but here's it. the thing. If you if if you're telling me that a matchup that has to be won between Naeem Hines and Edmonds. And you're telling me Naeem Hines has open field? It's over.
0: Yeah, baby. Hines
1: wins every I, freaking time. Let, let me be every clear. Let me,
0: I, I, I think Hines is very good. I just would like to see the Colts find different and more creative ways to use him. And maybe they do against Edmonds. I'd like to see them be creative. Like, that's the type of guy that, you know, say Hines goes in and tries to get a halfback pass. I feel like that's going to be the guy that has to make tackle. Right. And so like that's that's an interesting guy for me when looking at the Bills. I really like that secondary. I think the defense has been playing a lot better. Uh, I mean, I understand Tua is not the quote unquote most ready guy, uh, but you put a lot of pressure on him in a game that he should have been a lot better in. And so I I give the Bills credit for that. The next matchup on the list. uh, And really, it's not even the next in particularly in this game that I think is interesting for the Colts is you we're looking at it from the Bills side flip it to the Colts. Offensively, I'm, I'm sorry, like like where has where why has it taken Philip Rivers so long to, to try to use T.Y. Hilton at the most effective way that he can? Like what has made that situation take as long as it has? Because I do believe that if you're the Bills, you are going to put Davis White on him. Right? I think it's fair to say. So not Pittman. If you're the, I I no. I think you gotta let him be. He's too inconsistent right now. And that's my question for you, Zach. Is, <laughs> I mean, I have been harping all year. They need somebody else. They need they need another guy. They need they need somebody. They need a star. Like let's just be honest. They need a star, and at some you know tight end or wide receiver position, who the quarterback can depend on. Can you depend on any of the Colts receivers in a playoff game? Any? Any? Uh,
1: No. No. I mean, the closest one would probably be Hilton. No. And then next after that would probably be Zach Pascal. No. So then,
0: so then, if you, so then how? So now that you guys think that, then how are they gonna? Because the thing that I don't understand is that. They're they're getting too cute with the passing game in the second half when the running game was dominating in the first half. It was dominating. He had the big run to get it to an extended lead. Taylor did. But part of me is like, dude, like, just, just do your thing, man. Just run the ball. Like, Nike Hines said after the game, he looked like the Wisconsin Jonathan Taylor. He made everybody look like they were college athletes. All right. Oh. So how surely he could potentially, potentially get the ball 25 times. And then I'm sorry. I need Nike Hines to get the ball 10 times on the ground. At least they're going to have to combine the clock.
2: They're going to have to combine for, I don't know, close to 40 touches. Yeah. Cold stuff in this game. They're just going to, they're going to have to, especially in a cold weather game with Buffalo. You're going to have to do it. It's how the Browns are going to win. If they want to win. How the Colts sure. are gonna have to win? Yep, just simple. Hundred
0: uh, percent. I mean,
1: look, I I agree. I, I mean, it's just you got to You got to be able to, and that's what I've been saying leading up to this. Is if you know the Colts, if you're getting Jonathan Taylor going at the right time, you have to be able to run the ball in the playoffs. You can't just throw your way through yep. the playoffs. Like I agree. You have to be a complete offensive team. I mean, you need more than just offense to win, but sure. if you want to be good on the offensive side of the ball, you have to be a dual-threat offense. You have to be. Yeah, you do. And I, I love the way that that Jonathan Taylor has been running the ball. I don't know if you guys seen NFL Network on their Good Morning football show or whatever show it's on, the Angry sure. Runs segment. John oh, yeah. Taylor is on yeah. it like every freaking every week, week. Yeah, every man. freaking week. And he's going to be on it this week again because he was absolutely just destroying Jaguars, just throwing them around, running them over, doing whatever he wanted to them. And it was just insane. I love the way he's running. It makes you, it, you almost like,
0: you you almost, you, it. You for,
1: well, and you forget we have Marlon Mack recovering from an Achilles injury right now. Yeah. Like if we keep him, is that going to be the best one, two punch in the NFL? I mean, or I mean, it's got to be close to Chubb and Hunt, right? It's got to be close. I don't, I
0: don't think it's there. My it's, goodness. it's good. It's good. It's up there. It is. It's it's in the top. I'm just saying it's not. It's not there. And, and now, you know, we'll get into the the NFC. We're doing one AFC, one NFC. Seattle and Rams is the game that we're starting off with first.
1: Here's wait. The way, are we guys. picking? Are we picking at the end? Actually, no. Go ahead. Let's pick it now. Let's do okay. Colts Whoa. Bills. Let's pick it
0: right now. Bryce. Take it away. Give me your score. Who wins? Tough
1: situation for Bryce. Tough. Oh. Tough situation for Bryce. Fine, fine, fine. I'm delusional, and I don't care. I'm going Colts (laughs) 28, Bills 24. Yeah, baby. Book it. Oh. Okay, Zach. I'm delusional.
2: Well, I'm delusional, too, because the Pacers lost to the Knicks last night. And so I'm I'm I've been feeling it today. But it's a different sport, boys. So this Oh yeah, come on. This Zach. one. Taking the Colts?
1: Yeah, baby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. 31
2: to 30 Colts. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I love it. <laughs>
0: That's just as delusional
1: respect- as I am. Uh,
0: you, 31 you to 30 Colts. You, you definitely are. I will take the Bills 29 to 25. Over the Colts. Wow. I think that you're going to see a close okay. game, but All I just, right. I just think I, I just think those, you know, are, are okay. really feeling themselves right now. So I, the, the next, the next team, obviously Seattle and Rams, as we previously mentioned, look, we'll start off with the Rams because I I, I want to get into the fact that they were really weird this week. Obviously, not having a whole lot of pieces that you would typically see, you know, COVID injury list goes on. Like guys, they lost a lot of pieces. Yeah. Uh, but from every everything looks like looks like. Cup could potentially be back. Uh, they could potentially see a Brockers come back. You know, they are, are starting to get some pieces back there that you got to really like. The question I have, though, and this is for <laughs> Bryce first, you know, the offensive concerns, I would assume, are still there, you know, with golf, you know, potentially coming back and probably will come back to this game. I do think they faded. I do think they faded away, though, from the committee. Like, I think we're seeing Akers look like the the guy recently. They're seeing – we're seeing Woods. We're seeing Cup. I think those two are obviously big targets for them. But but how do you see the skill guys for the Rams against Seattle? They, they've been disappointing in the last couple matchups.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing is I think Sean McVay gets a little cu- uh, too cute on offense sometimes. Now, I think part of that is Sean McVay is too smart for his own good. But I also think it's the limitations of Jared Goff as well. That's fair. Um, but I mean, you when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, if it was anybody but Jared Goff, right? A, a playmaker quarterback, right? Woods and cup would be like a quarterback's dream, a dream wide receiving core, or at least the basis yeah. of the cornerstones of it, right? right? And then you have Akers, who's who's just a rookie. You know, really gives them that that running, not like Todd Gurley from a few years back, but still gives them like a solid run game that they haven't had the past couple of years. That really helped them get to the Super Bowl uh, a couple of years ago. So, and, and then you add in uh, uh, Reynolds and and uh, Tyler Higby and players like that, where you can really utilize them um, to, to get yourselves down the field. So, I like what they have. Just, uh, Sean McVay, don't overthink it, man. Don't overthink it. And I, the problem, is, I, like I said, the problem is is the limitation of Jared Goff. I'm not a big Jared Goff guy. You guys know this. I think he's a system quarterback. I think that's also partially why they won today. John Wolford can come in and at no, least lead, him, lead right. him on scoring drives. Right. You can plug in anybody. Yeah. Sure. That's my issue with it.
0: Yeah. That's fair.
1: No, I that's like fair. Woods and Cup. I think they're good. I think they're very good.
0: Um, the way that I... I the way that I see it um, I, here's the thing like I, like the skilled players I think are going to come through I think they'll they'll play better but I really like and I mean really like um the way that McVay is starting to get everything somewhat together with the defense like it's starting we're starting to see like you know them like that be their most dominant thing, which in years past they weren't able to do that. You know, Zach, I know you like the trenches, so I'll let you get right back into it again, but this time specifically with the Rams. And I want you to go offensive line and then defensive line. Offensive line just concerns me. I'm sorry. I, I understand that Seattle yeah. does not have the the top rusher. I I get that. but like, Still got Dunlap. I mean, look like you got, right? You got Havenstein. You got Corbett. You got Blythe. You got – David Edwards got Joe. I just, I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot of pieces. I think we need to see, um, you know, improved. So how do you look at that offensive line (laughs) against Seattle? Like I'm not crazy on the pass rush of Seattle, but it it should worry you. Right.
2: Oh, hell yeah. It worries me. Austin Blythe, former Colt Bryce. Oh, yes. Going to be doing some heavy lifting on the offensive line because, uh, my God. My God. I don't. I mean, you're going to have to send some double teams at Dunlap, don't you think?
1: Yeah. Don't absolutely. you think? I don't, absolutely. I, I don't think they have a choice. No Whitworth either. No Whitworth. And I think they're no. going to see a lot of blitz. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd blitz the hell out of them if I was
2: Seattle. I'd blitz the hell out of them. When it comes out of the trenches, look, Seattle D-line, oddly enough, which we complained about a lot earlier in the year, has sure. the advantage here. Yeah. I think it's because of the Whitworth injury. They absolutely, absolutely singularly because of the Whitworth injury. That's very fair. That's if very you flip fair. It, if you flip it to the other side, oh my God. I don't know what happened the last two matchups. I don't remember the results in terms of how many sacks, but oh my God. The Rams, they're going to destroy the Seahawks O line. They're just going to, oh God. Oh my God. Oh,
0: are
1: right. you saying? Are you saying that Aaron Donald is not blockable? Is it? Oh. Is it the playoffs? Russ is, is going to be on the saying? run. Let Russ run. Dwayne Let him
0: Brown. run. Dwayne Brown. He was, in all seriousness, he was on the run a lot. Like he had to create, and it was a credit to a couple people. Like, you got Donald, right? You got, you know, well, Joseph Day, Brockers. You got to think will come back. Floyd. I, I, Floyd's been a machine. Like they're. There's some pieces there to come in and break. We could the see.
2: You can lock this down, guys. Five sacks for the Rams. Five sacks, at least.
0: Five. Wow. Okay.
2: At least. At least the Seahawks have no defense for the Rams D line. They have none. Now, I don't think this game is going to come down to the trenches. It's going to play a huge factor, like it always does. But, like I said earlier, I'm going to stand by it. 34 31. I think the Seahawks come out. Because, Bryce, I agree with you. I think Goff. I understand he's been to a Super Bowl, all right? But it's a, he's a system guy. He's a system guy. So I'm taking the Seahawks simply because of Russell Wilson. And I don't know if there's anybody on the Rams O-line that can block Carlos Dunlap. That's fair. So, taking the Seahawks, 34-31.
0: Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. What? Okay. Could you say that again?
2: Seahawks, 34-31. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Now, now, you know, Rice. real quick, uh, we mentioned it earlier, uh, but I do believe that, and earlier by meeting, you know, in the season, you know, as they first had their regular season matchups, the receivers and the DBs again meet Ramsey and Metcalf, oh. right? Oh. John Johnson, like that. I mean, they're stars and, and both on both sides of it. So so how do you see that coming out? I mean, because I, I think – we're in front of another really good game. I just don't see DK Metcalf sucking in a playoff game when you need him, but I don't really see Jalen Ramsey not being good. So how do you, how do you handle it? Well,
1: I mean, again, Caleb, I, we, I mentioned it last week. Where have you been DK Metcalf? Where have you been lately? And it continued this week. Tyler, Tyler Lockett finally got loose again this week. It was good to see him caught a couple touchdowns. touchdowns. I think he had double digit receptions. And Tyler Lockett is a guy that I trust in the playoffs. Like, I know I'm going to get production out of Tyler Lockett in the playoffs. I know – I don't think you're going to have the three receptions for 30-yard game out of him. I just I just sure. don't see that. And, you know, DK Metcalf, I think he's got to change the way he prepares. You know, going into the playoffs this year, he's going to have – he's got playmakers around him. I, he right. did, He needs to be a playmaker of himself. It is time for him to grow up once again and show and establish yourself as an up-and-coming receiver going to be one of the best receivers in in the football and the nfl period that's fair you need to show the heck up and i will be the first to call him out if he does not show up next next weekend i will do it that's fair that's fair because because he needs to show up he does and uh, I like Chris Carson. I, hopefully they can get the run game going. I know it's going to be incredibly difficult with that rams line. I, I, like, I, like, uh, I like Chris Carson a lot. I really do. I think Russell Wilson's definitely going to have to use his legs a lot in this game. Yeah. He's going to be on the run. It's right. right, just a, a fact of the matter. Yeah. But I like Seattle in this game. Uh, I like them. I am going to go. Uh-oh. 22 to 20 seattle
2: uh, because
1: seattle they always find themselves in tight tight ball games
0: yeah always i'm gonna like go 22 to 20 that's fair i'll go 29 28
1: I'll okay go 29
0: 28 and i think this game comes wait, wait, down who, to the best. wait who who i think i oh, don't know oh don't Seattle and the Seattle buzzer. Seattle
1: and the buzzer. I can't okay. trust the ring. Yeah, because you guys have been on the rims. <laughs> You've it's been golf. on the rims all it's season. Golf.
0: It's golf. I'm oh, sorry. It's
1: <laughs> It's golf. Interesting. What it's is he, golf. Caleb?
2: What is he? What is he?
0: What Not is a good quarterback. I didn't no, say no, he was what a good quarterback. No, what
2: is he? Say what he is. Say what he is. Here, I, don't that's, that's, I don't think
0: he's. I don't think. I don't think he is what you want me to say. System. <laughs> oh, system
1: oh, assistant quarterback. Yeah, assistant quarterback. <laughs> sure. John sure. Wolford. That's all I got to say. John Wolford. That's, okay. Put up eighteen uh, points of John Wolford.
0: Okay. All right. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, the next matchup uh, will be Ravens Titans in the AFC. We mentioned this game. How the Ravens have been absolutely red hot. Uh, from Tennessee's perspective, they did win the division title, uh, but I'll be honest with you. Um, I I'm I am sitting here thinking the Ravens can do it. I, I I really believe they can come in and win this game, despite the fact that Ryan Tannehill and Derek Henry and and the whole Titans crew have had their advantages against the Ravens. But I'll just be honest, you guys, I just don't think Lamar Jackson is going to lose a big game, especially this early. I think that we're going to see a pretty nice game from him. I think we're going to see a motivated Ravens team uh, because I just don't think that they're going to sit there and let the Titans come in and beat them. I mean, I understand what Derrick Henry is at 2000 yard rusher, right? I just, I just think the Ravens got something. And so I, I want to start off Zach by looking at the Ravens defensive line, the Ravens defensive line. They have basically said, we just want it to be rich and full of talent. And, you know, you and I had the deadline about Yannick Ngakwe. You know, which oh, I mean, what he's done, right? Given them a great pass rush. Him and him and Judon have been had been awesome, right? And they're getting interior pressure like nobody's business. Oh, and by the way, they have Patrick Queen as well, who they basically stole in the I draft. I was gonna say. I mean, they just they're just loaded on the front seven, Zach. I mean, I think the Titans. Obviously, you have mentioned No Conklin. How do you think that the Ravens on the front seven can attack Tennessee's offensive line? Because I do think the Ravens have a better defense. This is a weird take, but I kind of believe the Ravens actually have a better defense than they did last year because they added more speed. Do we have any thoughts today?
2: No, I would agree, especially on the D line. I mean, we talked okay, about okay. Gakwe and uh Queen. You got Campbell, baby. You got Campbell, Campbell. When you're talking about speed,
0: it was your Campbell. Okay, <laughs> but you didn't have it. Okay, but can I can I say this though? Can I say this? I think in years past, you had Michael Pierce, who was yeah. more of the uh the stuffer, but Campbell, I think, can move a little bit more, get in the way of Henry's gaps when they powered through, if Yeah, that makes any sense. He's not. Gonna outrun forty yard dashes, but his side to side movement might be better.
2: It's, I agree with that. It's gonna be better. Look, yeah. Eric Henry ran for two thousand yards this year, so I, he's gonna get his hundred. He's gonna get his hundred. But I don't think it's gonna be like last year where it's the reason the Ravens were never really in the game. I mean, how much did they lose right. by last year? Twenty.
0: Lost by a lot, right? It, it was not. It was not pretty. It was not pretty. The they game got was. <laughs> It was, it was not good. They got exposed,
2: but I, I agree with the Caleb. The D line. This is a better defense than last year. So, and Gockway and Queen. I mean, that makes it better.
0: That makes it better. Twenty eight to twelve. To clarify, twenty eight oh, to twelve. Geez. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But the way you're going to beat the Titans, mm-hmm. you have to shut down Brown. You have to. I wouldn't even worry. Look, obviously, I'm going to worry about Henry. Oh, I'm I worry about him. Henry. But I, mean, I gotta shut down Brown. I have to look. He's the reason they won the game today against Houston. The yeah, Ravens. He was. Oh, so I'm not allowing that in the wild card game from the Ravens. I'm not allowing. That's fair. That.
0: That's I. That's fair. I don't, so I don't think there's any. I bad
2: will live with Henry getting his and losing by a field goal rather so, than losing because of AJ Brown going off for 100 yards.
0: Yeah. No, it's a fair point. And, and Bryce, let's flip it, right? He he went on from those units. Let's talk about the Ravens offense, and then let's talk about the Tennessee Titans defense. Bryce, you've sat here many, many times and said you need to see more out of Lamar Jackson. You think Lamar Jackson's not playing to escape Billies. He's been doing that, despite you know even the schedule's not being the greatest. He is showing you, hey, I'm I'm here. I've got the 100 yards. I'm I'm running for a thousand still. I'm throwing for a thou. I'm still playing like I, I I'm capable of but I do think you made a good point with Dobbins so how and I, I also really like Gus Edwards like I'm in I'm like yeah, no, the honest yeah no I like gus edwards so yeah. how do the Ravens attack in my opinion a significantly weaker tight Titans defensive line I, the thing to remember is they do not have a guy like Jarrell Casey anymore on that D-line mm. they do have Simmons mm-hmm. uh, but they had great depth on D-line last year and they don't have that mm. and, and well, I'm not they saying don't the Ravens the have to Right. They don't value the trenches. As they but prefer. the Ravens don't have the greatest O-line due to injury. So how do you see that playing out, you know, with the Ravens offense and the Titans defense?
1: Well, I think, I think, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, Lamar Jackson sure. answered the bell in the passing game. And you know what? The passing game is going to be there for Lamar Jackson because the Tennessee secondary is garbage. <laughs> You're telling me you're not a believer in Adoree Jackson? Crash! <laughs> <you're telling> <laughs> Logan Ryan just signed an extension with the Giants. Kenny Vaccaro. Crash! Malcolm Butler, what a joke! <laughs> That's I, I don't want to hear. You, and, and you know what? I I hope Lamar Jackson tears him up because first off, he, he, he is like I said, he's answered the bell. He is playing like an MVP again. This is what I expect out of last year's NFL MVP, and we should hold them to no less standard than MVP level, period. Sure. Period. And and the the Vic Beasley uh, experiment didn't work out for the Titans. Jadavion Clowney goes down with the season-ending injury, so you don't have anything from him. I just don't think that this defense is good enough to hold Lamar Jackson and this offense. Not to mention, Des Bryant has been coming on a little bit here and there. Right. All right. I, yeah. I'm hoping to see I'm hoping to see an X in the playoffs. He might. Throw it up, baby. He might. <laughs> Throw like up that. the X. Yeah. I wanna see it. I, it's fair. That's and fair. Caleb, sure. I got a prediction for you.
0: Go ahead. Let's start the score predictions.
1: I'm gonna take Baltimore.
0: Yep. Yeah, you are
1: 35. Wow. To wow, 21. 35. To Ooh. 21. They're gonna get him down early because Derrick Henry cannot wow. just lead them back. If wow. you get them down and keep them down, they will lose wow. the game. I'm That's going 35-21 wow. Baltimore. Okay.
2: Zach. Give me the Ravens 26 to 20.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh I wow. Uh I'm gonna go Baltimore as well. I cannot believe. Uh, wow. I did not think you guys were going in that direction. I'll take the Ravens. I'll take it 28 to 25. Again, I think all of these games are pretty close that we mentioned. Uh, next up on the list for me, at least, uh, will be in the NFC Chicago and new Orleans, Uh, new Orleans. Obviously they have the explosion. The bears though, have the defense that everybody's going to rave about the issue obviously is going to be how, the Bears offense, not just up to the Saints defense. And if I'm going to be quite honest with you, I just don't think they have enough in the trenches to do anything to the Saints defensive line. Like you're going to have Cameron Jordan, <laughs> Trey Hendrickson, Charles Leno. They're, they're just in trouble. Like they're, uh, they're in complete trouble. They're going to need to get something from that crew. And, and, and it's, it's going to have to come from a, a place that I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not exactly Sure of. I just think the saints honestly match up so well with Chicago's weaknesses. It's, it's really unbelievable. When you think about it, Lattimore could potentially take out Robinson. They've got the secondary that can load up depth wise safeties, Jenkins and Williams. The Demario Davis is good. I don't like Quan Alexander being out. That's a bummer for them, but you know, they, they had Kiko Alonso uh, for most of the year. So I don't, I don't, I think they've been used to, uh, you know, at times not playing with a great second linebacker. So, I mean, how do you see the Bears even trying to get points up on the board? I mean, do you think it's going to be something where it's just got to be ground and pound and maybe some play action uh, to see if I can get the defense to bite? Zach?
2: I legitimately have no roadmap (laughs) as to how the Bears – win this game
0: in this game. You know what? You don't think you can put, okay. Let me ask you this. Then Let me ask you this. So I think this, the, the one thing I very much feel confident in is I do think that the bears front seven can get pressure on the same toe line. I'll give you that. And breeze and breeze is not mobile. So,
2: but if Camaro plays that might cancel it out, just dump it off the Camaro and get 10
0: yards. But it don't but okay but couldn't I make the argument though that the bears are going to know that and so they're going to they're going to game plan around that you trust I just think to adjust? That the, I'm just saying I'm LOL
2: LOL <laughs> Can I go ahead and predict this game please Oh my gosh go ahead go ahead 35 to
0: 9 uh- <laughs> that's that's not happening price what you got for the score price what you got i'm not gonna Thanks. hear the same thing because you're you're hate oh, you guys both don't wow. like the bears i think the bears have a great front seven i uh, think they can compete on defense wow. but obviously y'all are being ridiculous
1: 31 17 give me the saints i i mean i, I honestly before zach even opened <laughs> his mouth i was just thinking like what positive thing can i say about the bears i mean i guess they've been okay they've been You know, pretty good offensively. They've been putting up points. They've been putting up points, but you are not playing legitimate defenses like the Saints recently. You are just not okay. Trubisky, do we trust that? No. Do we trust Montgomery? No. No. I mean, the Uh, the best thing they have, the best asset is is their defense, and it's marred by by Chuck Pagano. I just, I am not buying this. Give me the Saints. Drew Brees is Drew Brees is gonna have a field day that's fair
0: I the way I see it um, I, I definitely think this is gonna be a tighter game than what you guys are saying I'm actually gonna go 22 New Orleans and I'm gonna go 16 Chicago I think there's wow. a possible defensive wow. play that gets them a couple points and I like that I like that a lot for the Bears uh, Tampa and, and and the Washington game we'll get to in a minute but the Browns and Steelers are the next game I think that's intriguing I do um i like what these teams can can do i like the way that they're going to play i think this is a very open game in terms of how you pick it uh but but, but zach i'm gonna be honest with you uh the steelers running game is atrocious okay so, it's atrocious i i don't see how that gets fixed everything's gonna have to be vertical and down that the browns field. front four i don't think so so my question is what are this i think the steelers could potentially get something on the outside Right. I mean, Denzel Ward, what they won't have a choice, That's Claypool, but I, I could see a Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson put up a big game.
2: That's where, look, we've some people have been uh, shitting on Juju for unknown reasons, just because Claypool and Deontay have been sure, shining this I, year. Sure,
0: sure. I agree. But
2: sure. Let's not forget here. Claypool and Deontay Johnson are the they're, they're probably both number two receivers. And I think Juju's still number one. So, wow. Yeah, I do. I do think he's still number one. Wow. Wow. I think it's going to show the ball. in this game. If he can catch the ball. Wow. I think it's going to show in this game. It's been oh, a okay. while since okay. Juju's been in a big game. It has. It's a take. That's a take. But he's always shown up. At least okay. I think. Sure. Ben is going right. to look to the guy he trusts in the big games. Steelers. Unfortunately, you know, for them. James, In the season on a tough tough losing streak I'm taking the Browns mostly because the Steelers have no run game as Caleb has mentioned Interesting words. against the Browns front four uh, no, no, it's not unless you think Benny Snell is going to have a coming out party against Miles Garrett. I don't think so. He had a so. coming out party against you in fantasy. He did. He did. I don't want to talk about it. All right. I got a ring stolen from me, a fantasy so, ring.
0: So then my question, you know, for, for Bryce here is how do you look at it from the Cleveland offense? Because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, Bayfield answered the criticism. I mean, he came out, he won, yeah, he he did got, he won a really big game. Yeah, he did kill You, you got to be, I mean, he came out and, and played very well say it again. Uh, they Taylor. were eventually getting the ground game going. I think you're going to see a lot of landry, I feel. Uh I think you're you're going to see some some, you know, work for him. And I think the tight ends could be a big factor uh in this next game. So 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 my my question for you is how do you think that the Browns offense and the Steelers defense, how do you see that in terms of how we look at the uh, playoff
1: picture and, and, gonna- and what these teams can do? Yeah, I'm gonna draw a comparison to the amount of weapons to another team. Um, I'm gonna draw it to to Buffalo. I'm not oh. saying they're at the same level, but I'm saying it's very similar. Right? Sure. You have you have a star receiver, right? Stephon Diggs. You have Jarvis Landry. Then you have number 2 wide receivers, right? You have Donovan Peoples-Jones, Higgins. Then tight ends you have Njoku, Hooper, and uh, Bryant. So I think it's going to be super interesting how the Steelers want to match up. Steelers always have a great defense. Uh, Mike Tomlin, they're going to have them ready to play. They match strength versus strength in this game for me. Uh, Offensive lines, uh, wide receivers, defensive lines. Sure. I've, it's going to be a super, super intriguing game. I don't know where I'm going to go yet. I'll have to wait till I hear you guys' predictions. That's fair. Um, for me, the thing that
0: I'm I'm very much looking forward to um, in this game is I kind of looked at it wanted you guys to look at it from different perspectives. But if you ask me, what's the ultimate highlight? Um, in my opinion, the key in this entire game is the Browns' secondary versus Big Ben and the receivers. If the Browns secondary puts up a good day, I really like their chances because I think Denzel Ward's an elite corner. Meanwhile, I think that if you're the Steelers and you play very conservative, that's not going to work because you don't have the explosive running game. Plus, I do think their offensive line is very overrated. So I think when you look at the, the way that this team needs to play, It's going to have to be down the field and those corners and the safeties that they have, I'd say, are really banking on Denzel Ward to try to lock down one guy so that they can send the help on other guys. And that's up to Big Ben to take advantage of that, because if you call a screen game and all that stuff, I just I'm sorry, I don't know if that's enough. All right. So let's do some score predictions. And uh, Bryce, I'll let you go here first. Actually, you said you wanted to wait a little bit. So, Zach, go ahead. Give me your uh, first uh, scoring prediction here. Well,
2: the Cleveland Browns, to my knowledge, I could be wrong here. Sure. have not won a playoff game since 1994. Sure. That ends next day. Wow. It is next Sunday, the Cleveland faithful, their misery will finally come to an end. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they come through for the Browns fans who have wow. waited years and years. Torment since the Belichick days. They haven't won. I'm taking the Browns. 30 to
0: 23. Wow. Wow. All right. I'll I'll go. Um I'm gonna push back. Give me the Steelers. I like the Steelers. Uh I think I think they'll take I think they'll figure it out. Um I just I just struggle uh to take uh to not bet against Tomlin. Uh, give me a twenty-six seventeen Pittsburgh game. Oh Rice. Twenty to seventeen.
1: Steelers. Oh. Okay. And, 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 and the misery continues, Zach. It will be a Cody Cody Parky miss field goal. Yeah, baby. Yeah.
0: All right. right. And, and, and now we'll get into our last game. Uh, The Washington football team was able to get through and make it into the division. They are the number four. Tampa is the number five. Um, I want to talk about it from a couple different places. I really want to talk about, and I really want Zach to go in depth on this. I keep asking him to go to the trenches, but to be honest with you, there's no better guy on the network to go at the trenches. The Washington O-line versus, in my opinion, the vastly underrated Tampa defensive line. I really like Tampa's D-line. I like I like Shaq Barrett. I think JPP has become significantly underrated. I think we forget about the, the player that he is. Like, we, 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 we put limits to him. And to be honest with you, he's still a very productive guy. And I just like the way that those two could potentially put some pressure on the Morgan Moseses of the world here, Zach. I just, to be honest with you, I think if Washington is going to win, it's not. It's going to come down to a couple things. It's going to come down to can Washington beat Tampa in their man-to-man coverage, and can the can they figure out a way to limit Shaq and JPP? So my question to you is, do you think that the Washington football team can limit Shaq and JPP?
2: No, but that's not an indictment on the football team's O-line. Okay. The football okay. team's O-line okay. is borderline outstanding wow wow borderline i wow. have a top i have a top wow, 10. wow. Okay. Top 10.
0: okay wow oh. are they top in the top, so they're in the top 10
2: i think so wow i think, okay. So. Okay. I think brandon Scherf is a nice guy to yeah, he anchor is. Yeah, he is the thing it <laughs> yeah, is i mean i know look losing trent williams sure. was a big loss but nobody talked about that he wasn't the best guy on that line anymore it was brandon Scherf. Yep. It was Braden Scherf. Yep. Nobody talked about 100%. it. It was sent. Now,
0: to answer Great your point. question,
2: and now Morgan Moses, I like him too. He's, he's, he's,
0: he's yes, very good vet. Very good, good
2: guy yep. on the other side. But to answer your question, will they stop the Buccaneers pass rush? I don't think so, just because, Fair. you know, Levante David, a lot of people didn't know about him because the Bucs didn't get a lot of national games, but sure, they know about him now at JPP. Channeling his inner 2011, he's back. Yeah, maybe. He's back. And, he's acting like he Zach. has ten fingers. <laughs>
0: him and Barry. Him <laughs> Who and needs Barry, them all? Him <laughs> and Barry <laughs> are awesome. I really like the, what those two can do.
2: I mean, Devin White. I mean, come on. They're
0: awesome. Yep. He's
1: been a monster.
2: So, I don't I don't see it. And Donovan Sue... Not to mention, you know, Vendom I mean, can sue. He could have he could be in for a big game. So I don't think so, but I think the the football team will hold their own. I don't think it'll be like what I said okay. earlier about uh Seattle LA. I think they'll hold them to below five sacks, but they're gonna get pressure. They're gonna get pressure. Alex Smith is gonna be feeling the heat.
0: So I don't I don't think we'll see a big Gibson game because of it either. So then, Bryce, do the way that Tamp does the way that Tampa play in the sense of their man-to-man coverage, can that work against Washington if Zach is right in the sense of they're going to get a lot of pressure? You know, can McLaurin take advantage of the one-on-one coverage that they could be going at him with? Because if he can, I think there's a potential big day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, Carlton Davis has been up and down this season. Uh, you know, we've seen really good Carlton Davis. We've seen really bad Carlton Davis. And Terry yeah. McLaurin is is a guy that if you do not play up to par, he will destroy you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He yeah. will destroy you, period. Yeah. I agree. Um, now, I, unfortunately, outside of Terry McLaurin, you don't have a lot of other weapons. You guys, I, I know Caleb is not a big big uh, proponent of this guy, but Logan Thomas, the tight end, has been <laughs> he will, good. He,
0: he will need to step up. He will need he, to step up and good, play right. Well. You won't have JD a McKissick,
1: yeah. JD McKissick is going to get a lot of work out of the backfield yeah. uh, in, in the past game because I think the checkdowns are going to be there, especially if they're going to get pressure on Alex Smith. Uh, I just don't think it's enough firepower for Washington, um, which sucks because they've been an amazing story. Uh, just the chips fell this way. It sucks for Tampa Bay or for, for Washington, but yeah, I think Tampa Bay is going to get this game though. Let's get,
0: yeah, uh, let's get to the score. Uh, the way I see the score here is I don't see it very close. In yeah. fact, I think it's going to be 39 to nine. Wow. <laughs> I think oh. it's a smoke show. I oh, think Tampa's geez. got it. Bryce, what you got here? Oh,
1: Give me uh yeah, I don't think it's going to be close either. Give me 42 to 17.
2: Zach. Wow. We go thirty to thirteen
0: bucks. And there you go. That is our playoff podcast. Uh, you know, thank you both. Uh, for coming on the pod. And, and look, uh, we'll have plenty more coverage for you. Uh, the college basketball pod uh, right now with the way that the NFL season is, we are trying to uh, focus in on that and then we'll transition into more basketball uh, after the NFL season is over. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, but Zach's continuing to drop the Circle the, the, the Circle City Cinema. Uh, we're continuing to get uh, plenty of more podcasts your way. So for now, uh, it's a privilege that you both came on and uh, let's get ready for another week of postseason football, baby.
2: Yeah, thank Can't you, wait, thank baby. you. Hey, can I just shamelessly plug cinema real quick? Just
1: oh, real quick. Just oh, real this quick. is embarrassing. Uh, can you let me
2: please? Oh,
0: uh, That that alone, I'm not. I'm not letting it happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm come sorry. On. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Without a further ado, without further ado,
2: <laughs> go
1: on, <laughs> come on, let me. All right,
2: if you've you've seen Meg and Wonder Woman '84. We dropped an episode, Brett and I. Go check that out.
1: Hey, yeah. wait, I have all a right, question. Go check that out. How bad did you crap on Wonder Woman? Uh, I was lighter on it
2: than Brett was. I, I Of course, Brett went hard. Eh? Brett, Brett went no, very hard. Right, I still thought too. it was very bad. Okay. But we're featuring, we're finally doing our Tenet episode this week. So you we haven't seen Tenet. We wanted to wait till the Blu-ray came out because it was a weird movie. We didn't know if it was available. I got
1: to watch it again.
2: Yeah, so check that out. And uh, Caleb, you're coming on in uh, the next episode. Yes, I am. Oh yes, boy, am. what are you talking? Yes, Our I favorite am. movie series. We're having guests on to feature uh, their favorite uh, movies. Uh, Caleb, uh, coming. You got a sneak preview coming How to we, america
1: really yes eddie murphy our city
0: wow
1: i'm shocked right? yes. i am honestly shocked i didn't think caleb was that was was that deep in a movie so i'm honestly shocked right now i am seriously shocked i'm not even lying right now like uh, coming to america all right i'm i would love to sit and watch yes. that with you guys it's
0: i really do it's good it movie. is a good movie it's a great movie so without further ado that's that's what's
1: coming up on the